What's going on, guys? Welcome back. It's 10 Minutes of Modern here on a Friday night, talking to you guys right now about Magic the Gathering, the best format, and some ideas I've been kicking around here the last couple days. Um, there is a call you're going to hear in just a moment, and that is dissecting kind of the idea that I put forth last night of this four-color kind of uh, Sahili Ray, Felidar Guardian, um, you know, Restoration Angel, Kiki Jiki kind of deck. And my whole concept there was that I was going to play basically the Jeskai version, but I wanted there to be disruption in the main, and I wanted to have Kolagon's commands in the main because I thought being able to Kolagon's command, getting back dead pieces of your combo, was really strong. Um, so I kicked around a list. I've got a four-color list I just built earlier, and it kind of really got me thinking about a couple things. Um, <coughs> excuse me, guys. Uh, as well as just the fact that you know, there's infinite combo pieces in this deck. One interaction that I think is really, in particular, is interesting, and I haven't seen a lot of people play around with, is Sahili Wall of Omens. Um, obviously, it, it's pretty intuitive if you're building sort of that Jeskai deck. It's hard to imagine not doing it with Sahili, but um, that does just seem like a really, really solid thing you can be doing in Modern. And if you're going to play Sahili kind of in that way, where on turn three it's going to create that type of situation, then I don't understand how you don't just play Felidar Guardian. Because it seems very strong for Modern. Like, maybe I'm wrong and I'm way off on the black. I definitely think that one mana spells that are disruptive like that um, are better than your, like, Dispels and your, uh, you know, Spell Pierces and your Remands. And the reason is because I tend to think of, of hand disruption as like proactive counter magic. In a deck where the really the point of your counter magic is to protect your game plan, disruption is just better. There's also the fact that if you play in a Vrin's Prodigy or in a Snapcaster version, the ability to flash back your disruption spell on turn three becomes very, very important. Um, so my version is is just kicking around a few things. The disruption and the fact that the Colgon's command really, really can make can make this deck. Um, you know, I am, because I'm playing the Kolagon's Commands as a three of in the main, the list I put together also, instead of playing Serum Visions, plays Thought Scour. And, right, the idea is that, you know, it becomes using your graveyard as kind of a draw spell. I was trying to figure out if there was any kind of black creature that allowed you to resurrect, even just, just returning the creature to your hand for, like, a, you know, reasonable cost. Obviously, I don't want to be playing four and five drops. Even a three drop seems bad. But a two drop seemed good so a pit keeper was a creature that was on my radar doesn't seem very good when it enters the battlefield if you uh <laughs> when it enters the battlefield if you have four or more creatures in your graveyard you get to return a creature from graveyard to your hand kind of a bad card but it's a 2-1 for two that later in the game is going to act as a 2-1 that gets you back a creature and you can flicker which is kind of the point um, the, the whole idea is that because of your Felidar Guardians and your Sahilis and the one of Restoration Angel in playing, you have all of these creatures that want to repeat their ETB effect. And so, <coughs> excuse me again, finding something like a Pit Keeper um, seems really the direction that I would want to go. And that's kind of where the black gets interesting, right? Is like there's that recursive element that means your ability to kind of go long and bring creatures back to your hand is great because it means you'll get the Kiki Jiki back of the counter or you'll get your dead Pestermite back or so on and so forth. Anyway, that's the idea that I've been kicking around. And I did actually in concept build it on my phone here. 
Uh, it's drawing pretty well. It seems pretty good. Now I am going to share with you a call-in that I got from a caller named Muffin Button, and he's going to tell you a little bit about the Jeskai deck he's been playing. Um, and that, that should be interesting because obviously this is some real practice from a listener of the show. Uh, before I throw to Muffin Button, I want to remind everybody here, please, guys, if you're listening to this and you're listening to it on, on some medium other than the Anchor app, download anchor.fm, find the station 10 Minutes of Modern. It's all free. Um, if you listen to the content through the app, guys, then I get a play on the app. The app stays alive. And we are getting dangerously close to Anchor supporting the station and giving me and Alex a whole bunch of cards to give away. And I'm talking modern staples, fetches, shocks, Goifs, hierarchs, all kinds of cool stuff. So go ahead and listen if, on the app if you can. Otherwise, stay tuned for Muffin Buttons Colin and my thoughts on straight Jeskai uh, Sahili. All right, thanks for listening, guys. Have a great night. Hey, Ben. I've actually been playing the deck you're talking about, uh, just a Jeskai version. The black, I don't believe, is necessary. Uh, the deck I've been playing has been 4 Path, 4 Bolt, 4 Remand, 4 Spreading Seeds, um, Four Sahili Ray, four Felidar Guardian, four Snapcaster Mage, one Vendillion Click, one Sun Titan, um, one Dispel in the main, one Eerie the Harbinger, and uh, that's that's the general idea for it. And it plays very similar to the uh, old Twin deck. The difference being that you can hold up, you know, six mana on turn six and just be able to combo them with Felidar Guardian, flicker your land, place the Healy afterwards. And the deck's actually been performing really well for the last you know, three or four months that I've been playing it, so I don't believe black is necessary, and Sun Titan gets you around disruption being able to combo with Healy. Sorry, there has to be a part two. Um, there's also uh, two Wall of Omens in the deck, like you said. It is a great card for Healy to be able to minus on, be able to get value, the spreading seas and Felidar and um, spreading seas and wall of omens can be flickered with Felidar Guardian for you know digging to your combo piece. There's just so many different things going on in this deck that you don't need to have black to be able to do it. You can make it grind out to the long game. The only matchup that I've ended up having problems with so far in my testing has been um, against uh, the Jeskai Geist deck, and just a matter of figuring out if I need to. I think take a supreme verdict and throw that into the main, but the, otherwise the deck plays very similar to the old Jeskai, or well, twin decks in general. So, I, like I say, I don't think black is necessary, and you can play very well with just this deck, Shell and Jeskai. <clears throat> All right, guys. So talking a little bit more about this Sahili deck, that was a call in from Muffin Button, listener of the show, longtime listener of the show, and somebody who has actually tried building the deck I'm talking about in practice, except without the black. So what it sounds like there is you're talking about a Jeskai control deck taking advantage of ETB effects and playing all of your classic control cards. Now, while I think that that's totally, totally good and totally fine and like an interesting deck idea, and probably, probably, I will go on record as saying better than what I'm trying to do. I have to think it is. You're talking about playing a bunch of interactive good cards and having the combo in there for value, which is totally the correct thing to do. That's exactly what Twin decks used to do, and that's why you're saying in here that it plays a lot like Twin. What I'm doing is trying to be greedier and play two parts of the combo. And the reason that I want to play two parts of the combo is that getting Sahili into play is difficult. So I don't want my entire combo to rely on Sahili. What I really want is that Sahili is a value card that works with the other combo. 
that's why I want to build the Kiki-Jiki version. So I don't know if black is totally necessary, but even if I was to cut black, I think I would still try to find some way to make this deck work in a little bit less of a traditional control sense, a little bit more of like an all-in combo way. Like the way that I have mine built right now feels much more sort of like of a weird grindy mid-range deck where the other version you talked about feels a lot more just like a straight up Jeskai deck, a control deck that is playing the combo. Um, and again, probably better than what I'm doing, especially because I'm playing cards like Pitkeeper. Um, bottom line, though, is that I do think Colagon's Command is uniquely powerful. I think that card is really good. I think that if you're playing a deck where both halves of the combo are a creature, um, so that's like the, you know, if I'm playing the Kiki-Jiki, Restoration Angel, Bellar Guardian, Pestermite plan, then I feel like if that's the case, um, probably the black is worthwhile. Because an end-of-turn Colagon's Command can pick off an attacker, right? Protect you return your creature to your hand, you know, whatever. And I think that that's pretty good. Um, not to mention that it obviously has main deck implications against affinity. It's just very good against affinity. So that's sort of where my head has been at with that. But I do have to say that all of the cards you mentioned you're playing in your Jeskai version are sweet. And uh, it's not surprising you would struggle with a Jeskai Geist version. Jeskai Geist has really been popping up and has definitely been on my radar as a deck that I'm excited about. That's like way more of a tempo deck. Um, the Jeskai Geist deck is playing like all of the that Jeskai interaction you're talking about, but it's also trying to win with Geist of St. Traft and cheap kind of efficient counterspells and things like that. Um, back to what you were talking about with your Jeskai combo deck here. I'm wondering why this hasn't caught on at all. I'm wondering why this hasn't become something people are doing in modern that is making waves that people are talking about because it does seem rather easy. Um, it doesn't run at instant speed, obviously, but killing a Sahili is not the easiest thing to do for a lot of decks. Uh, Path to Exile doesn't do it, you know, Fatal Push doesn't do it. Not a lot of people are playing Decay right now. So what it really comes down to is they either have a lightning bolt, right? Or they have a creature they can attack with. But if you plus your Sahili on turn three, there's a good chance that Sahili is going to be alive on turn four. And if you use one of your first two turns, uh, I guess in my version playing a disruption spell, or if you've, you've, you've want, like, like played a spreading seas on turn two or something like that, you might just in some games just be able to win on turn four. You know, if they stumble, they get a bad mulligan or something. Winning on turn four is like a reasonable thing you can do. So I think it's interesting that the whole turn six, play Felidar Guardian, Flicker Land, play uh, Sahili Ray thing, that I think seems like Christmas Land for, for uh, Modern. I think if you give a deck six turns against you, if you're not playing Disruption, like if you're just playing straight Jess Guy, it seems unlikely that by turn six, you will not entirely be on the defensive or you won't have... I don't know, been, you know, been totally thwarted at that point and, and there's a clock on you and or maybe they've stripped your hand twice. Like there's just a lot of things that can happen by turn six that that doesn't seem super likely. But I do like the idea that you're playing enough interaction that you could just jam the thing down. But I also particularly like the idea of playing black because I think that hitting hitting disruption or multiple disruption spells in the first couple turns of the game clears the path for what you're trying to do with the deck. Um Anyway, guys, that's my thoughts on both Jeskai uh, Sahili and Four Color Sahili. I'm going to keep messing around with this Four Color one because it seems really fun and really awesome. As always, thanks for listening to the station, guys. Be sure to favorite if you like what you're hearing. Tweet at me at Ben Bateman Media and let me know your thoughts. As always, I'll share them on the station. I'll respond to them. Have a great Friday, guys. We'll talk tomorrow.
What's going on, guys? Welcome back to 10 Minutes of Modern here on Anchor. Chat with you guys daily about the best game in the world, Magic the Gathering. It's Saturday night. It's late. I've been thinking about Magic all day. I had a long conversation tonight at a party with a friend about the uh, Jeskai Sahili Felidar Guardian, perhaps playing black deck that I've been talking about over the course of the last couple days. And uh, a suggestion was made that I think is really fascinating that I want to put out there and see what you guys think about. So this is kind of a, a, a fascinating idea. Um, and, and it's not like it's, you know, the newest, most most incredible, crazy new tech, but it is something interesting. So uh, first of all, guys, I'm going to throw this out there. The idea is Revelark. Revelark in the deck. And I'm going to explain to you what I'm talking about here in just a second. Before I do, I want to remind everybody this is 10 Minutes of Modern. It's that basically Twitter meets podcasting. It's an anchor station. If you guys download the app, anchor.fm, and you find the station 10 Minutes of Modern, I promise you, you will be happy with the returns that happen as you will get daily modern content on the app. And if you listen to the content through the app, the numbers on the app go up and the station anchor, the company, will start supporting us to give modern cards away, which it looks like, based on the tracking we have here, is going to be happening here starting in December. We're going to be doing 25 days of giveaways, I think. Uh, but I'll make the official announcement on that with details and everything up coming up very soon. So stay tuned for that. Let's <coughs> just talk a little bit about uh, Revelark in the deck. So first, let's establish what card is Revelark. It is an elemental creature. It costs five to cast. White and four for a 4-3 flying. It states, when Revelark leaves the battlefield, return up to two target creature cards with power two or less from your graveyard to the battlefield. It has the ability Evoke for white and five. You may cast the spell for its Evoke cost if you do its sacrifice when it enters the battlefield. So let's establish exactly what's going on here in my mind. The old Revelark decks in standard didn't have infinite combos. When Revelark started being played in modern, especially in twin and Kiki decks, it was comboing with Kiki Jiki and mostly was played in decks that played Restoration Angel. So Angel Pod, Kiki Angel decks, it doesn't get back Restoration Angel. So it's not ideal as a card in those decks. What's happened since then is that the printing of Felidar Guardian means that your Sahili deck with Felidar Guardian and either Deceiver Exarch or whatever you're playing with Kijiki, every single creature you're playing in the deck that I am currently building is targetable with a Revelark, which kind of means that Revelark becomes sort of the ultimate card to play in the deck at your top end because no matter what point in the game you draw it, there's a very good chance you'll be able to play it or evoke it to just win the game outright. That's very good. I mean, that, I mean that's remarkably powerful. Even something like Thought Scouring it away, later in the game, Colagon's commanding it, end of turn, and then the next turn slamming a land, evoking Revelark and just winning. Pretty darn good, guys, considering Kiki-Jiki and Felidar Guardian wins the game. Kiki-Jiki and Deceiver Exarch wins the game. Kiki-Jiki Pestermite wins the game. Um, you just definitely have a lot of very, very cool options to to go there with Kiki-Jiki anyway. So I think Revelark is probably an underplayed card in the archetypes that should be trying to go infinite combo. I think that's just sounds good. It is a little expensive. It doesn't immediately feel like a card I want to be playing there. But the more I think about it, the more I'm just like, man, the power there is just unbelievable. Because even just as a 4-3 flyer for 5 in a control deck, you're stalling the board out. That just seems good. And then add that to the fact that you will be able to draw it later in the game sometimes and just win. I think Revelark's an all-star. Um, and I guess the only thing that's really changed is that your Restoration Angels in this deck are really just value creatures. They're barely even... They're barely even what you want to be doing. They're hardly even your combo card. So that <coughs> specifically is where I think Revelark fits into this deck. 
And I'd be curious to know you guys listening to the station, if any of you have tried Revelark out, uh, Sun Titan being sort of the other obvious card that you would try in a similar slot. But I think Revelark's better because Revelark can just get you the combo outright just to win. Um, so listen, call in, favorite the station if you like what you're hearing, share your thoughts with me here on the station, and Alex and myself will listen to them and post them and respond to you. As always, guys, thank you. Have a great Saturday night. Thanks for listening to 10 Minutes of Modern. Let's keep chatting magic every single day, and uh, maybe you'll see me at a tournament soon playing Revelark. All right, guys, take care.